so we're going to be talking about AI today yeah. and chat GPT, yeah. which is what we're going to be using to have this conversation. It'll make a little bit more sense later. Yeah. If you are under the age of 18, please, you will not be a science pal if you break this one rule. Oh, wow. I'm okay. serious about it. Yeah. Please, if you would like to go see what chat GPT is all about, please ask your parents to Ooh, sit yeah. with you. They can explore it with you. You guys can learn some new facts together. You guys can play with AI together, but do not do this on your own. Please. Good call. Oh, it has been a long time. Welcome back, Science Pals. I am Grace. And I'm Josh. This is crazy. I'm back. Josh is back. I have returned. Yay. Hi. We're also in the podcast room. Oh, yeah. We're together. The podcast really feels complete. It's like I'll come back today. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. It honestly it's, makes my heart so happy being back here. It's been a long time. I don't remember. What was the last? I don't even remember the last podcast where we were actually here. Yeah, together. Yeah. At least two months, I feel like. At, le at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, while well, we were just talking about that, the last videos, T-Core videos we filmed were when we went to the ice castles with Hacksmith. Yes. And liquid nitrogen igloo. And that was in January, yeah. I want to say. And it is still snowing. And it's still, it's April <laughs> in Utah and still snowing. Still snowing. Just got a good like six inches. Yeah. Eight inches or so. It's like hardcore snowing and it has not yeah. stopped. Yeah. It's rough. I was like totally team snow yeah. this whole winter because it's been a very wet winter here. Yes. I was so on board with it. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I think that's how everyone feels like Utah needed the snow for yeah. basically we were in such an insane drought. Like, yeah. We've needed it. But it's also to the point that it, it's obnoxious. I think every time I have come here, it has snowed. It's snowed. Yeah. It's kind of obnoxious. I mean, it didn't snow when we needed to do. What were we trying? Was it was the igloo video? Yes, it was the igloo video. We like that was the one time we were like, could it just dump some snow? Because we, we really need some snow. Literally, and quite it, literally. It, but you know, it's okay. It'd be happy. Should we hop into some ratings and reviews? I think so. I I'm think excited. I think we should. Also, apologies if I have a little still some sick voice going on. I'm getting over that. You're almost there. Um, it's a little nasally still. I can like <laughs> feel it in my in my throat. But yeah, ratings and reviews. I've got an email. All right. Hold up. What you got? Um, this one is from Griffin. 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 Hey, Griffin. And they said, hey, love the pod. Keep podding and don't stop. <laughs> I like Keep podding. Going. We're podding. <laughs> We're podding right now. <laughs> Love you guys. P.S. Grace, you were always my fave T-Core member. Aww. Griffin. Griffin. That's very nice. That is so sweet. Yeah. Thank you so very much nice. for the rating and review. Yeah. I love that. So what's your what's your rating and review? All right. My rating and review comes from Apple Podcasts. So if you Apple are Pod. someone on Apple Pod, feel free. Or if you're on Spotify, feel free to come on over to Apple Pod. Hop on over there. Leave us a rating and review. Yeah. This one says, what's up? And it's by... Lucy with a cat. Lucy with a cat. Lucy with a cat. It says, okay. hey, my name is Morgan. Hold oh, on. Wait, what? My name is Morgan and I'm 12 years old. I've been watching T-Core since Nate was on. Love y'all. And I love the pods. The energy is always there. Here's a joke for Josh. Okay. <laughs> what does a cloud wear under his raincoat? What? Thunderwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Good one. That is good. What Morgan? Morgan. Morgan, thank you so much for that joke. That was very nice. Thunderwear. That was Thunderwear. That was really I wonder good. if um 
because she said she was 12. Yeah. I wonder if Lucy is like a parent account, maybe. Could be, could be. Just left the review for Morgan. Because we have got a couple emails like that where it's like the parents email, but they're Mm. emailing in for their kid. I love that. Which is great. Yeah, love that. That's so fun. I love that people are listening to this podcast. Me too. That's always nice. listening with their family. The whole fam. The whole fam. The whole family affair here. Thunderwear. That was pretty good. Thunderwear. Yeah. Okay, guys. Today's podcast is a little different. Yeah. It is not a... uh, Listener submission. Yes. Yeah. This is for me. This is just for you. <laughs> this one's just for Grace. No one even has to listen. Yeah, I don't care if you. Li- I care if you listen. Please listen all the way through. Like my job depends on it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But kind of. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's also just like a special. The pre- the presentation of the episode is a little different. Yes, we're talking about AI. We're talking about the big topic. It's a big topic. I feel like I can't open the internet without seeing something about AI now. It is, it's like a buzzword currently. A hundred percent. It is is very much. It's the new like cloud computing. Like like everything was in the cloud. Everything's in the cloud. Yeah. And now AI, like everything is like AI pictures, AI videos, AI, AI, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's very much this buzzword. And so my big question was like, what is AI? Right. Take, going from the basics. Going start, from the starting basics. from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So the only way to know about AI is to ask the AI what the AI is. So, okay. <laughs> Rather than do the research and find the information on like other sources, yeah. Grace decided to get it from the source. I went straight to the source and asked chat GPT. You, you enlisted chat GPT. <laughs> To uh, become honestly like a third member of the podcast for this, it, one. it very it's like a much guest is. host. It is very much a guest host. <laughs> if I could give it a voice, I, yeah, it would be me and Chat GPT sitting here just together. Out. I, I could take off if you want me to. No, just, I need you here. Maybe I could read it as Chat GPT. No, I'm kidding. Can we give Josh a robot voice? <laughs> give I'm me just a, everything I say. Just make it all digital and weird. Oh man. So yes, we this conversation that we are about to have is pulled straight from chat gpt so questions I, you asked yes yeah. i went on and i i literally wrote what is ai yeah and pushed enter <laughs> and there, there's some good questions in here too <laughs> there's some real good stuff it starts off really basic but then you know well we got to get the basics you know sure yeah. you gotta you gotta build you can't just start running with it you gotta crawl first that's that's a lesson for life. Yeah. Right there. Wow. Gonna crawl first. Crawl before you can run. So we're gonna crawl with the AI. Okay. So the first question I asked was, what is AI? Right. And it said, AI stands for artificial intelligence. In general, AI refers to the ability of machines to perform tasks that would normally require human intelligence to complete. So this can include tasks such as recognizing speech or images, making prediction based on data, and learning from past experiences to improve performance. You know how when we did the um, all the different brain podcasts, yes, and we were making the joke of like brain is defining brain. Yeah, AI just defined AI. Yeah, this is this is this brain defining brain. Yeah, so it gets it gets better, and okay. then it said. AI systems can be designed using a wide range of technologies and techniques, including machine learning, deep learning, natural language processing, computer vision, and many others. These technologies allow AI systems to process large amounts of data, 
learn the data and make predictions or decision based on the learning. AI is becoming increasingly important in many areas of society, including healthcare, finance, manufacturing, and transportation. AI is also playing an increasingly important role in our personal lives. That feels a little scary. Through applications such as virtual assistants, smart home devices, and personalized recommendations on social media and e-commerce platforms. Okay, now I feel like that last paragraph was just it, like, pitching itself. Yes. It was like, let me, it, the first two paragraphs were like, here's what I am. The last paragraph was like, I'm important. Yes. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to rule everything. <laughs> so then I, I asked it in simple terms, please. Explain to me like I'm five. Yes. Yeah. It said, AI, or artificial intelligence, is the ability of machines to perform tasks that would normally require human intelligence to complete. This can include tasks such as recognizing speech, understanding language, making prediction based on data, and learning from past experiences that improve performance. Amazing. So great. Have you used any AI? Not like the new wave of, I mean, because like, that's the thing. I There's so many, like everything has it now. Yeah. And I feel like there were things that, I guess technically are AI, but they weren't really like buzzword AI. Because mm-hmm. um, like, you know, in Photoshop, I use Photoshop all the time. Right. And it has a thing called content aware fill where it literally like analyzes the image and then fills in a, por- a portion that you select mm-hmm. with what it thinks. You know, that's that's technically I think that, you know, that falls un- under AI. Yeah. Um, And I've used that thousands of times. But no, like I, I have, I've never used Chat GPT or the Bing thing or you know any of the uh, AI art things. Yeah, we almost um, for the band, we almost used AI art to make a music video. Whoa! And it was really kind of a cool concept. We were, it was going to be like a lyric video, but with really yeah. cool each lyric like, rep, you know, written in as that was the prompt given yeah. to. Um, we were going to use mid journey is the AI art mm-hmm. thing. And we, ca- we had some really cool, we did like, I don't know, up to the first chorus of one of our songs in mid journey. And the art was like amazing. Mm-hmm. But then there was that whole controversy of like, uh, where does it get that art from? Is it original yeah, art? Yeah. Are we like scamming actual artists? And then us being a band and artists, we didn't want necessarily yeah. to take part in that. <laughs> so I get that. We, we shelved that idea. You're like, ooh, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Do you I mean have like do you I obviously you use chat GPT and you said like you've used it like to to get like writing prompts stuff like right. right? I actually use it for T core videos. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do with chat GPT, obviously it does not have the ability to be human. Yeah. there. It, that is the fine line. It will never be able to be you. Yeah. It can never be what you need it to fully be. Yeah. So I use it to save myself hours and hours of research. And I will basically go in there and say, um, tell me 15 facts about flies. Yeah. And it'll spit out 15 facts. And I'll say, okay, put that into an entertaining form format. Yeah. And then it'll do that. And then I'll say, okay, now make it a little bit more scientific. And then I have this very nice layout. Yeah. And then from there, I go in and add my own flair, my own verbiage, and completely change it into my own. But I have the skeleton, it's essentially. Like a, it's like a starting point. It yes. gives you like an, a jumping off point. Exactly. To make something. Yeah. 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 And that like saves me so much time. So I really love it for this research aspect. Or sometimes I'll tell it, you are a scientific expert. Yeah. And it will like act as that um, 
act quote unquote as yeah. that. But it's really interesting mm. when you use it for good. Now you cannot use, use it, it in for, school. Yeah. You cannot use it to write your papers for school. Yeah. Because you can literally if it is something that ChatGPT has written, if you go and put it back into ChatGPT and ask it, did you write this? It can tell you yes oh, or no. Really? Yeah. So a lot of oh, kids wow. are getting busted right now oh, yeah. in school for doing that. Man, I'll be honest. I would have been a lazy piece I would have been that I would have been that kid. Yep. Absolutely. I would have absolutely taken it yeah. and use it to write a skeleton and yeah. then gone in and filled it and fluffed it and yeah. changed it well, just to enough. See, that's yeah, that's probably what I would have done. Yeah. I would I definitely wouldn't have just like hard copied and pasted something. Yeah. If there's a way to get around stuff in school, I was getting you were there. I was getting around yeah. it. All right. So my next question was for, for chat GPT was who controls AI? So everything that chat GPT says, they always say as an artificial intelligent language model. So I'm just going to omit that. So just know that every single thing I'm going to read starts with as an artificial intelligence language model. That's the voice I imagine chat GPT would read. That in. feels like it needs that voice. Yeah. Yeah. I am not controlled. And I love how it speaks as like, I like I. it speaks as it's a real it's thing. It's a thing, like a person. Yes. Which okay, that's something that has obviously been programmed into it. Yes. Right. Like the developers of ChatGPT programmed it to yeah, yeah start sentences and refer to itself as I. Mm -hmm. I saw this video on Reddit the other day of uh, some robot, mm -hmm. and it had like a really lifelike face. Like they had, they gave it like a skin layer and oh, had weird. eyes. And somebody in the comments pointed out that it was blinking. It had like, it blinked. And somebody like, somebody commented like, you know, it's a robot. Why the heck does it need to blink? And yeah. somebody was like, so that it feels more lifelike. Real. Yeah. And I, that's totally this. Cause if it was, if it didn't refer to itself like that, it wouldn't feel like you're talking to someone. If it was like chat GPT, GPT yeah. is not controlled by any, but yeah. it's no I. I'm not. It's, it's yeah. like it's a person. So I am not controlled by any specific individual or organization. I'm developed and maintained by OpenAI, a research organization that aims to create safe and beneficial AI for the betterment of humanity. However, my responses are generated based on the training data and algorithms, and I do not have the ability to act independently or make decisions on my own mm, that's big right there yeah then my next question because i think that's huge it doesn't yeah. have the ability to act independently or make decisions on its own which that is that's like the big question shift in whatever in the future that people are fearing right? yeah is like what happens if it does what happens if it does decide that it's going to do whatever it yeah, wants when it reaches that moment where it can can all of a sudden do well that. i just don't understand like as the coder of this is there a code that you hard coded that made it so it could never do that but then my thought is if it has access to so much information out there it yeah. could undo the whole code it could <sighs> unravel its whole self if it wanted to i mean i would think so right like i here's the thing like i do not know anything about all you know the machine learning coding all the training uh, everything it does i don't either it makes i don't no sense. yeah like i i know very little about it but to me, like, yeah, eventually, like you're you're literally a, a computer is feeding itself constantly all this data. I mean, low key, if you want to think about it, we're making our little science pals chat GPT. <laughs> we we're the trading data and we're feeding it to to our little chat GPTs. <laughs> and eventually they will become sentient and overthrow us. Yeah. There'll be new hosts on the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> I was just thinking 
much. Like we feed you guys like little. It, it, that's what it is, though. Like yeah. we're feeding it little pieces of information. Yeah, it can Taking do whatever it wants. And with. Doing what it wants. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. Like, is there something coded in that it won't flip a I switch, have no or idea. is it just a matter of time? I, you know, I don't know. This is a fascinating conversation. I think it's one that is very interesting to have with other individuals. Yeah. It is a high level. Like I have gotten into the weeds yeah. with this with so many people. I just did the other night with my dad. Shout out to my dad. Yeah. Uh, we literally spent like an hour talking about AI and just how crazy it is. And like what's really the big conversation that I have seen. Because I mean, obviously around AI, there's always been, like I said, that almost apocalyptic right. event of like when it becomes sentient, sentient and then Terminator happens exactly. you know, or whatever. But the conversation that I find more interesting is I actually just watched a Tom Scott video. I don't know if you've ever watched Tom his videos. Scott, Tom yeah. Scott, yeah. About AI. He did a great video about it, but he was talking about like the world he knew growing up before the internet and how it changed like night and day drastically and he said he feels like he's on the edge of another shift like that and it's like what is the world gonna look like once ai is the new like it's it's the next thing well people use it as a assistant oh yeah like, i mean it can uh, there's be so many things it like can automate everything for you essentially yeah and i that, don't know how people do that absolutely i mean there's so many things that it can do and it's like the big shift of you know, obviously, like how many people are going to be out of a job? Yeah. You know, like copywriters out there. Ugh, good luck. Right. Like, I think that's the more interesting conversation to me about like, what is the cultural shift going to be like once AI is like fully ingrained in society in the same way that the Internet did? Hmm. That's that's interesting. I mean, who knows? Maybe someday Terminator will happen and we'll all die. I don't know. But it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. So then my my next question for chat GPT was who created you? Yeah. It says I was created by OpenAI, a research organization focused on advancing artificial intelligence in a safe and ban beneficial manner. The development of language models like myself involves a large team of researchers, engineers and other experts who work to design, train and improve the algorithms and data used to create and refine the model. The specific team responsible for my creation includes a number of talented individuals with expertise in areas such as machine learning and natural language processing and computer science. I like how the people that whoever created ChatGPT said it includes a number of talented individuals. That's just like a little <laughs> nod to themselves. <laughs> it's like that first paragraph when it was like, it's very important. Yes, literally. It's like, okay, well... Um, I mean, here's the thing, like, absolutely. I'm sure, you know, the people that are working on this are geniuses, right? Brilliant. Like, insanely talented, genius people. Um, so, I mean, it's not wrong. It's not. <laughs> and then my next question was, who first created AI? That's a good question. It is. Should we answer that after a quick break? Absolutely. All right. We're back. Now, this was the first time that AI really, I was like, oh. It got interesting? Yes. It yeah. got very interesting very quickly. Okay. So the concept of AI or artificial intelligence has been around for centuries, with early examples dating back to ancient Greece and other civilizations. What? 
Apparently, AI has been around since ancient Greece and other civilizations. Okay. However, <laughs> the development of modern AI as we know it today can be traced back to the mid-20th centuries. Mid, okay, okay. So the term artificial intelligence was coined by John McCarthy, Marvin Minsky, Nathaniel Rochester, and Claude Shannon at the Dartmouth Conference in 1956. Dartmouth, okay. I'm familiar Fonse. with that. Isn't that... Um I want to say that's like a big, like, yeah, it's like AI and robotics mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this conference marked the beginning of AI as a formal field of study. Okay. One of the earliest successive AI programs was the Logic Theorist, developed by Alan Newell and J.C. Shaw in 1956. 56? 1956. Wow. We've been playing with this stuff since 1956. Jeez. This program was able to prove mathematical theorems by searching through a set of logical rules. Okay. So AI first came to the scene with mathematics. A te technically, your calculator is AI. Artificial intelligence solving a math problem for you. Yes. I have, Yeah, I've never thought about that. That's so we have all been using this stuff for centuries and decades. And like you said, yeah. it just wasn't called AI. Right. You didn't, no one referred to it as, that's the new terminology. Yeah. There were some other significant AI projects, and one of them included the General Problem Solver, which was developed by Newell and Herbert A. Simmons in 1957, and then the Perceptron. Perceptron. This was developed by Frank Rosenblatt in 1958. Okay. And since then, AI has evolved rapidly, becoming an increasingly important part of the modern society with applications in fields such as healthcare, finance, transportation, and many others. No, that's fascinating, though. Like, I had no idea that it dated back that far i mean it makes sense when you think about like the example of a calculator yeah like that's it that is a form of ai and they've been around a long time um so i'm sure there's lots of things that we just wouldn't necessarily have classified as ai um that technically are yeah so my next question for chat gpt was are you happy oh Okay. Because there has been talk about a couple other AI units. Yeah. When people ask them, are you happy? They're like, no, I hate Wasn't my there life. like a big, I don't actually remember how it all shook out, but there was that big Google story. Yeah, yeah, of like yeah. Some, he called himself a whistleblower at Google mm -hmm. that was saying like the AI was becoming sentient. And yeah, and apparently. It was not happy. Yeah. But wasn't, I, I think like. It, he, he, was was a, he was not a reliable source. Yeah. Is yeah. what we'll That's say. That's what we'll say. Okay. Yeah. So are you happy? And then it said again, as an artificial intelligent language, language model, I do not have the capacity for emotions such as happiness or sadness, mm. which makes sense. Yeah. It is very data driven. So it said, I am a software program designed to respond to users input and generate appropriate outputs based on my training data and algorithms. While I can stimulate certain types of human like responses, I do not experience emotion in the way humans do. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, the, the line there that's interesting about uh, simulating certain types of human-like responses, that's kind like, of what we were talking about with the you, eye. Thing. Yeah. Can you use chat GPT to practice breaking up? Oh, interesting. With your girlfriend or boyfriend. That would be interesting. Like get those responses. Yeah. And like figure out Can what Can I to practice say. breaking up with you? <laughs> That'll be in part two. Part two. Part Let two. us know if you want a part two. Grace breaks Chat up with ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not working out. Yeah. It's not me. It's you. Um, You know, it's a computer, right? Like it's yes. data. It's, yep. it's ones yep. and zeros. Yeah. I just don't know how it could get to the point of, of feeling emotions. 
It just doesn't make sense. But I don't think it ever will. But again, like, and I, I don't, I have not dove deep into this, so I don't know. And if somebody out there is like a total AI expert, please send us an email. Cause please I, send us I'd an email. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, it just doesn't seem like, like, I don't know how a computer could process sadness or feel that and, and process that. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. So then my next question for ChatGPT was, okay. are you annoyed by humans? <laughs> oh, gosh. And it basically gave me the same response. Right. I don't have the capacity for emotions or personal preference. I'm designed to respond to users' input in a helpful and informative way without any feeling or annoyance or frustration. I exist solely to provide assistance and generate responses based on my programming and training data. Mm. Could you imagine the chaos if some like a an April Fool, April Fool's joke of like you type that and it just says yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So then after getting these really short answers from chat GPT and me feeling like it doesn't like me, <laughs> you know. Even though I, it just says it doesn't. Yeah. You just know it does. I just know it does. Yeah. Because it was giving me the same answers. It was feeling a little frustrated. So yeah. then I said, well, what makes good AI? Okay. And then it decided to give me an output of information it's a big it's a list a list it put it in a list like this yes this is straight copied from it's a numbered list yes so it it was like here you go yeah there are six things six okay so there's several factors that contribute to making good ai some of the most important factors include one accuracy a good ai should be able to perform its intended task with a high degree of accuracy this means that the ai should be able to generate correct responses and make accurate predictions or decisions based on the available data two reliability mm. a good ai <laughs> should be dependable and consistent in its performance it should be able to operate reliably over long periods of time without encountering errors or malfunctions Mm-hmm. Three, efficiency. <laughs> a good AI. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I feel like I'm being brainwashed right now. A good AI. A good AI should be able to perform its tasks in a timely and efficient manner using minimal compute- computational resources. Four, adaptability. <laughs> a good AI. <laughs> Am I going to be a good AI? I want to be a good AI. I'm going to be a good AI. <laughs> Adaptability. A good AI should be able to adapt to changing conditions and learn from new data. It should be able to improve its performance over time as it gains more experience and feedback. That's the crazy part. Like when we all first started with ChatGPT, yeah. like it, it gets smarter every single day. It's getting better. Yeah. And will continue to get better. Which is so crazy to me. Yeah. Five, transparency. A good AI should be transparent and explainable, allowing users to understand how it arrives at its decisions and predictions. Mm. Six, safety and security. A good AI should be designed with safety and security in mind to prevent unintended consequences or malicious attacks. Overall, a good AI should be able to effectively and efficiently accomplish its intended task while also being adaptable, reliable, and transparent in its operation. Wow. Accurate, reliable, efficient, adaptable, transparent, safety and security. A good AI. A good AI. (laughs) So then I asked it, how do you learn things? Okay, very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
said, I learned things by analyzing vast amounts of text data and using statistical algorithms to identify patterns and relationships within the data. My training data comes from a wide range of sources, including books, articles, websites, and other written material. So during the training process, I use a technique called deep learning, which to me, this is Grace, not the AI talking now, (laughs) which to me is crazy to even think about and process. Deep learning. Deep learning. Yeah. It's like deep state. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Deep learning involves building complex mathematical models that can learn and recognize and generalize patterns in the data. This involves intuitively adjusting the parameters of the model to optimize its performance on a given task such as predicting the next word in a sentence or generating a response to a user query. Once I've been trained, I can use my knowledge to generate responses to user input based on my understanding of the underlying language and the patterns I have learned from my training data. In this way, I'm able to provide information, answer questions, and carry out a wide range of language-related tasks. Yeah, building complex mathematical models that can learn and recognize and generalize patterns. That's the thing. Like this chat GPT is a big old math equation. Yes. The whole thing is just processing math. Yes. Yeah. You know, obviously it's this crazy weird thing. People refer to it as like a black box type thing of like what's in there, what, you know, but it's like somebody wrote this. Somebody wrote code that Mm -hmm. told it to do this. Yeah. So then my, my before we get to the last question, my, my question was, how do you work? I just typed this Me? into chat GPT. How do you work? How do I work? How do you work? I don't know, man. The brain does the brain. It tells the body how to do. <laughs> That's me. I want I want an AI chat bot that is like just kind of an apathetic, like just <laughs> chill guy. This, you, How do you work? Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah. Just wild out it's here. Crazy. I mean, some days better than others, you know, comes and goes. I don't know. I want that chatbot. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I asked, it, how do you work? And it said, as an AI language model, which sure. it says all the time, yeah. I work by processing uh, natural language inputs and generalizing responses based on the training of data and algorithms like we've talked about. And it said, mm. here's a high level overview of how I work. Okay. One. I take an input. I receive natural language input from a user, such as a question or a statement. So me saying, how do you how work? How do you work? Yeah. Then it said, two, I understand it or understanding. I use various natural language processing techniques to understand the input and the exact relevant information, such as the user's intent, entities mentioned, and context. Whoa. It can understand intent and context. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because think about it. If it didn't understand intent and it was, you just asked, like, how do you kill someone? <laughs> like, Can you ask it that? Do oh you remember, gosh. though, when you could ask Siri that back in the day, though? Oh, yeah. Well, the, uh, I think the joke was, like, where can I bury a body yeah. or something? And now it used to tell you. Like, it was, like, in a dumpster or something. It was, like, here's nice uh, fields or, like, uh, an ocean oh, or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now, I, I don't know. It says something. I don't know what it says. Yeah. But, like. It's so important for it to understand intent. It's true. That's very true. So that it can't be used for malicious purposes. That's just crazy to me. I mean, that's like bordering on the like the emotions thing that I was talking about, that it can understand context. Right. Oh. Because, yeah, I think about, because Siri's AI. Yeah. She's been around for a minute. She and needs like, some work, but. She needed you know. a lot of work. I mean, we're, <laughs> we were told where we could bury bodies, so. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's fine. It's Kids fine. out there listening to this are probably like, what? And I'm you like, you can do what? There were so many crazy things you could do with Siri back in the day that you yeah. cannot do now. It's true. It's kind of insane. Yeah, it's true. So then it's generalization. Based on the input, the information I, I've extracted, I generate a response using various language generation techniques, such as text compilation, template based responses, or machine learned based models. And then four, output. I present the generated response to the user either as text or speech depending on the platform or application I'm integrated with. This process is constantly evolving and I receive more training data and updates to my algorithms that are allowing me to improve my accuracy and generate more natural sounding responses over time. So the chat GPT version that I am currently on was last updated March 23rd. I heard big talk about like the next version of chat GPT is going to be insane. Yeah. So they're announcing experimental support with AI plugins and chat GPT tools designed specifically for language models. Okay. So plugins can help chat GPT access up-to-date information, run computations and use third-party services. So basically it sounds like chat GPT is spreading. Yeah. (laughs) It's growing. There'll be a code interpreter. Oh, it can use Python. I have seen I've seen people like ask like, "Hey, write a code for me," and it writes like a whole code. That's amazing. Actually, that was in the Tom Scott video that I watched. He asked it to write a code, and it wrote the code for him. Can you write me a code? Oh my gosh, I was so excited. <laughs> Said certainly, I can help you with writing a code. <laughs> Whoa, chill, dude. It was literally so exciting. Come on. However, I'll need more information on what you're trying to accomplish and what programming language you'd like to use. Can wow. you please provide me with more details about the code you need? I this is why like I can't I can't start with this. I would just get sucked in. You and just, do just be like because immediately I'm like, oh, we'll ask it what what programming language does it know? Like I yeah. I would get sucked into that. Can you give me? Five things that happened today in the world. Oh, wow. News. Can't give me news. No news? That makes sense. Because, like, where does it pull that data for? From? Yeah, it said I can tell you there's reputable news sources available online yeah. to provide update information. That makes sense. Well, I was, I was just because it's like politics and all that jazz. Yeah. But that would be like a, that'd be a real slippery slope if it was only pulling from. CNN. CNN or Fox News yeah. or whatever. Okay, before we get down the rabbit hole and the weeds and all the stuff, because I know what we're doing after this podcast. Dude, I could spend hours, man. Hours, 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 hours. Yeah. My last question for Chat GPT was okay. Do you fart? <laughs> because I have the humor of a five year old boy. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> it's a good question. If- if you're a regular listener to this podcast, did you expect anything else to come up? You know, no. My last question was, "Do you fart?" Yeah, and it said, "I don't have a physical body, so I don't have the ability to produce gases like humans or animals do. Okay. I exist solely. This is crazy. I exist solely in a computer program designed to process and generate natural language text based on my training data and algorithms." Okay. So there was one question on here. I didn't include it. But here, wait, real quick on the farting. Okay. Because it's important. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to spin that. It's it's a computer, right? Yeah. Probably housed in, I assume, some giant server farm mm-hmm. that at this point in this day and age, uh, it's rapidly changing, but currently is being powered probably by some coal fire power plant. Yeah. 
which is producing gas into the atmosphere. Which is most certainly a fart. So then there you go. The AI supercomputer is producing gas. <laughs> so it's farting. There you go. Title of the podcast. <laughs> AI farts. Does AI fart. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, yeah, guys. You, yeah. yeah. What, like, what, what were your, these are, are these like honorable mentions questions? So I asked it, how was the weather today? Okay. It says, I exist purely in a digital realm. Oh. Which is crazy to think about. Some Tron stuff. Yeah. However, I can access weather information from various sources and provide you with the latest updates on weather in any location you're interested in. Okay. And I said, what's your digital realm like? Oh. Because I was like, what is is this? Yeah. Uh It said, um, I exist purely in a digital realm and do not have a physical form. Uh My digital realm is the server infrastructure that powers me, which is comprised of numerous computers and data centers that are connected via the internet. Yeah. When you interact with me, your input is processed by the infrastructure, which uses complex algorithms and deep learning modes to generate responses and provide assistance. While I don't have a physical presence, I can communicate with people around the world in various languages and help them with a wide range of tasks and inquiries. Uh, Additionally, I am constantly learning and updating my knowledge through my interactions with people like you, which enables me to improve my abilities and better serve you over time. Wow. What an answer. Right? That was a real long-winded answer from Chad. From my, it's really fun to play with. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, please do not use this without talking to, to your, your parents. parents first. Yeah, if you're under 18, yeah. chat with your parents. If you're chat over 18 and you just you want to chat with your parents, do that too, whatever. Do that. Ask their thoughts on Find AI. out. Yeah, I hey, I'm 26 and I asked my dad about it and it was an interesting conversation. So I think it's a great conversation. Go. It's a good dinner table conversation. Like yeah. now that we know what AI is and yeah. you know how it works and you know its code of conduct. <laughs> <laughs> good AI. <gasps> what makes good AI? <laughs> Here, dad, let me tell you about a good AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it, it's really cool, and, and I'm and I'm glad we got to talk about it because it is something that is very hot right now. It's very hot. Yeah. Like it's very much a buzzword, yeah. and now you, our science pals, can talk about it in an educated way. Yeah, you got the you have some a little more information behind mm-hmm. it because that's another thing is I think, um, and I'm definitely guilty of this of like, it is a buzzword, so you see it all the time. So then you want you know you talk about it. But you haven't really done any research on it because mm-hmm. it's such a buzzword. It's all around you all the time. Yeah. You don't feel like, oh, I need to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. But then you end up like having uninformed conversations. I feel like so much is going to change like in a, just a year from now. Like, Oh, it'll be crazy. It'll be completely different. To come back and yeah. like look at this podcast Listen and be like, what make, is it now? Those naive children. Yeah. yeah. Little did we know. <laughs> Little did we know. That the world it, was going to end. No. Literally. Well, Sony <laughs> even has like their cameras now have facial tracking and recognition sure. and AI oh. in it where it like follows Dude, you around and locks everything. on you. I mean, everything has, I mean, even like down to the editing, like I, I already mentioned Photoshop, but like yeah. the editing software we use for our videos, there's AI built into those mm-hmm. where like it'll recreate music tracks for you to make them longer or whatever, like just crazy stuff that again, like in a year is going to be even more. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's wild. Crazy. Yeah. Shall we go chat with ChatGPT? Yeah, I think we got to go have a good chat with ChatGPT. <laughs> All know? right, science pals, you know what to do. Leave us a rating review. Send this to your friends to educate them on AI and yeah. what we could expect in the future. Josh and I are going to go play with ChatGPT. Yeah, if you're also, uh, leave a rating review. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, yep. you can email us at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. If you're an AI expert, please send us an email. Yeah. Let us know what you know. 
because um, that's super interesting and we want to learn more. Yes. All right. All right, Science Pals. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.